Down, down. Chill. That's why I kept saying chill a while ago. <laughs> What's up, guys? The final score is back again. And is with me as always. Let's get this banner off here so you can see his name. Yep, name is Mandy. People call me Nelson. <laughs> What's up, Nelson? How What's you doing, up, Junior? How are you tonight? I got you a little 311 this week. Got you a little yeah. 311 this week since you were... Telling me not to not to talk about them last week, so oh, we got a little bit of, of them this week. Um, first of all, I don't know if you realize or not, but this weekend in our area is the first, is going to be the first weekend in a month where we hadn't de- had to deal with winter weather. Finally, so yeah. I'm so today, I mean, right now, yeah, yeah. Today it's like 60 degrees, 67 degrees. Tomorrow's supposed to be 62. So it's a rain tomorrow. And like I said last week, I'm going to be your weatherman from now on, a meteorologist at at the, the final score. Um, but yeah, looking forward to a weekend without having to worry about snow. Being in a grocery store business, when you hear that word or the hurricane word. That means you're getting ready to work. Like a state uh, of emergency. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but last weekend, AFC and NFC championship games, we had talked about what if if they could top or just be as good as the games last week or the weekend before last. Then we would be getting a treat. I didn't think it would happen, but yeah, we we had some uh, some we had some games, games. maybe not as good as that Buffalo Kansas City game, but we had some two good games this week. We've had two good weekends of NFL football, and so Super Bowl set, and we'll get we'll get to that in a minute as soon as we talk talking about the championship games. Uh, first, we'll talk about the AFC championship game. The Chiefs in their fourth straight AFC Championship game at home against the Bengals. The and Bengals. we both picked the Chiefs. Yeah. We both picked the Chiefs because of experience. Well, <laughs> experience failed them. Yeah, experience didn't 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 make it that. Uh, no. Started out, and and if you look at this game. It's a carbon copy of the, of the of last matchup. Regular season game at Cincinnati, where here comes Kansas City in the first half. Can't be stopped. Looks like they're going to blow. Uh, they're going to blow Cincinnati away, and yeah. it looked like that in the first half of this game. Mahomes can't do any wrong. Yeah. He he's one time he was like twelve of thirteen, like one hundred seventy yards. Three touchdowns and it's twenty-one to three, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Okay, this is this is going to get <laughs> bad. Over. This is really going to get bad." The Bengals couldn't do anything on offense. Defense could not stop them. And all of a sudden, here comes 
here comes the Bengals with a good drive. They score, make it twenty-one ten. But they they didn't score. They didn't score before half though. They scored started a second half, right? I think I they did. didn't they make it twenty-one ten before the half? Before the half, I thought so. Maybe that's right. I thought they did. Yeah, I think they made it twenty-one ten before the half, and then, but then I said, you know, it was like a minute left in the half. I said, well, you you still give him Mahomes too much time. Yeah, and he goes right down the field, gets a first and goal from the one after a pass interference call, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, here they go, they're gonna score right here. Bengals defense steps up. up, and here's my thing. I know he's Mahomes. He's he's what he is, but he is not at a level, in my opinion, where he can overrule the coach. If I'm Andy Reid, I've been in this league going on 35 years, maybe longer than that. Yeah. I know a little bit more than, than this young guy coming up here. Yeah, you've had you. You're a good quarterback, but I know a little bit more than you. Send the don't send the field goal team on. Let's just let's go for it. No timeouts. And I honestly think here's where I think he went wrong. If you remember earlier in the game, mm-hmm. they had their fullback got close to a first down, and they had to they they had to challenge it. Well, didn't they? They had to use a timeout to get that challenge, to do that challenge because they waited yeah. so long. They yeah. used a timeout then. I honestly think Mahomes didn't realize they had used a timeout. Or I think he thought he still had three times. He still had a yeah, timeout. Yeah, he was calling for a timeout. Did you see that? He was. Yeah, he was when, calling for a timeout. When that play ended, he was calling for the timeout. So he goes. He decides not to take a shot in the end zone, but to throw a little flare pass out in the flats to Tyreek Hill, who yeah. gets met and just gets pummeled and doesn't get yeah. his old time runs out. If right there, that's the key point in the game. That's where everything shifted. That's uh, right. Chiefs couldn't do anything after that. Bengals couldn't do no wrong after that. That's right. And as much as these people love to talk about Mahomes' is this and Mahomes is that. He choked. That second half, he was exposed. Do I, I mean, you, you feel the same way I do, I'm sure. And if you look – if you, I know he was trying uh, trying to make a play happen, but how many, how many circles are you going to run around <laughs> in the pocket and you got defensive linemen just running you down and you're just doing circle after circle? I mean, and you're, and you're getting – He's he's getting further and further behind, you know, the line of scrimmage. Run the ball yeah. up the field. You run north to south. Don't run circles backwards. It's I don't know. The thing I, I, is, he got away with it. He got away with it in the first half. He did. Yeah. He made he he made a great play in the first half and got away with it. But yeah, you know. Second half, Bengals did something. I don't know what that defense coordinator decided to do, but he 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 had them where he wasn't able to get outside the pocket. 
No, I don't corner, know if you noticed that or not. Everything corner. was contained to the middle. Yeah. Yeah. When he when he was scrambled, he was not able to get outside. And that's where he's he's dangerous at. Yeah. Is, is outside the pocket. But first of all, he throws an interception. Yeah. It, that's and and that's deep in their own territory. So that sets up Cincinnati for uh another uh Another score, and I mean Jamar Chase. What can you say? Didn't have the the, the big staff that he had time. in the regular game. Was it eight yards the first half? Yeah, eight yards the first half, but then he had fifty finishing with fifty four and a touchdown, and he gets a key touchdown that ends up tying the game after the two point conversion. Yeah. Um, but you know. You just look like – it just looked like to me – and I don't know if you saw this or not either. On the sidelines, mm-hmm. this was when it was still – it was still 21-10. Tyreek Hill and – I cannot think of the other guy's name, the other receiver's name. Get into it on the sidelines because one of them – was it Hardman? I think it was Hardman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hardman saying he's open. He's telling Mahomes, I'm open. Stop trying to force it to Tyreek Hill. So Tyreek yeah. Hill gets into it with him, and then he's going to tell his his offensive coordinator and the wide receivers coach, "I'm open, you know, get me the ball." Yeah, so I saw that. It kind of like was like a big storm going on on the Chiefs sideline. Everything was just falling apart. Yeah, and Mahomes couldn't answer the bell like Rocky. Hey, <laughs> yeah, he couldn't <laughs> answer the bell. <laughs> he was. Uh, I mean, and the play you're talking about, you know, when he got to 21-21, I said, here's right here is where we're going to find out what Mahomes is all about. He's yeah. got big game. He's at home. They come from behind. He's got to do something to stop the momentum, and he yeah. wasn't able to. Well, they moved the ball down the field, but then, like, they got, they got right there at the red zone, and then I guess he's just trying to make the play happen. He got further further and they sacked him and then he's scrambling and what was it about a 15 yard loss yeah yeah that mm-hmm. was that was after that was after Cincinnati took the lead it was 24 21 yeah they and you know you're looking at this that this drive you're talking about they're going right down the field yeah and and it's like they're going to come back they're going to run the clock out and they're going to score a touchdown and win this game yeah and give it to Cincinnati's defense. When they got in that red zone, Cincinnati's defense stepped up. The secondary oh, yeah. was covering everybody because obviously he had time. He definitely had time because he he was able to run back and forth two or yeah. three times around. I mean, just scrambling around trying to find a receiver. Yeah. Couldn't find anybody unless he was just looking for Tyreek Hill. Yeah. But the second, the third goal. After he took the first sack, the third and goal, and here he is doing his little circle dance again. <laughs> and then you look, he fumbles. Yes. He's lucky the game didn't he end in regulation. He falls back on it. He's lucky he didn't lose yeah. it in. He, about, he, no, actually, the offensive lineman got it. He got, Mahomes yeah. got nailed, and the offensive lineman picked it up. That's right. So, that's right. You know, he very well could have lost it in overtime. And, I mean, you could just see. And I, I made a post on, on Facebook, Mahomes is choking. 
<laughs> and you know, then you look. They t- they kick the field goal tied up going to overtime, and you're like, who's going to get the coin toss? Yeah. And didn't the Chiefs get the coin toss? Chiefs get the coin toss. Mm-hmm. They they start a little bit, but then he throws throws a pass, and I don't blame this on Mahomes. I mean, it, it may not have been the best pass in the world, but gets tipped. Uh, he's double covered. The guy's double covered. I can't yeah. remember which one he was. He's double covered. It gets tipped up. And one of the Cincinnati defensive backs is sitting right there, yeah. intercepts it. And the rest is history. Uh, they they drive down the field, get in field goal range, and McPherson, who is like Evan McPherson, rookie, rookie, stepping up big. You know, yeah. they call him they call him Shooter, like Shooter McGavin. That's <laughs> what they, they were saying. Uh, kicks a field goal. And since Cincinnati to their first, what was it first since 88? First yeah, Super Bowl totally. since 88. Yeah. That was the one they lost to San Francisco, uh, which both the Super Bowls they've been in, they played San Francisco. But um, the famous drive that Joe Montana had where he, he started to drive and told one of his offensive linemen, you know, you you know, you got two minutes left, you're down. And he tells mm-hmm. one of the offensive linemen, ain't that, isn't that, ain't that John Candy sitting up there in the stands? And he was like, hey, I mean, you're supposed to be concentrating on the game, not worried about John Candy in the stands. And then we all know what happened later. He hits John Taylor to win the game. But Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, I mean, people talk about Mahomes all you want to, about how he can get away. There was a play in that second half. He was back to pass. Mm -hmm. Chris Chris Jones, the defensive lineman for the – Chiefs, I can't remember that. If it's him or not. But it, I mean, he's a big dude. He comes through yeah. the line, and he's got him by his shoulder pads. Yeah. You know, Burr's down like this. He's got him like that. Burr slips under him, gets away from another guy, then manages to run seven, eight yards, gets, gets the first down, and yeah. it keeps the drive going. I mean, you can say what you want to about Mahomes, but Burr stole the show there. And it was so funny. One of his teammates – that carried him off the field after they beat Alabama in the national championship game mm-hmm. a few years ago is actually a teammate of his on the Bengals and carried him off the field just like he did at the, at the national that? championship game. It was funny. It, but, you know, Burrow said it before the game, I'm tired of just underdog yeah. status, tired yeah. of being the underdog. And guess what? He he proved me wrong. I said I said – they probably got another year or something like that. And you know, it's not over yet. They're not they haven't won the Super Bowl yet, but yeah. I said they may need they need a little bit more, but he's proved me wrong. Cincinnati gets the win and Cincinnati's and it, in the Super Bowl. And, and the but, defense, their defense has made stops <laughs> and when they needed it. You know, they always they're saying they're a second half team and it's and it's showing. I mean, the Bengals definitely are a second half team. Yeah, I mean, you think about what they went through. They went through the Raiders game right there at the end. The Raiders were driving to go down the field. Defense yeah. makes a stop. Their offense kind of stalled in the in the Tennessee game after Burr gets sacked nine times. Defense sure. came up big with, with turnovers. Yeah. And then this game, defense comes up big with stops in the second half. So, you got to give it to that defense for Cincinnati. They really come around. Yeah. 
So, the nightcap, the NFC Championship game, Rams and the 49ers. What? Y'all sophisticated. 49ers. You got your banners popping up. Oh, you like the banner, huh? You like the banner, huh? Well, you have your your scrolling running across the bottom with the scores and updates. Hold on a second. You want? Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Hold on. Let me see if I can. I don't know if I can do it or not now. There we go. There we go. That's better. <laughs> so, NFC Championship game, Rams and 49ers at LA. And the 49ers have what won nine straight, or not nine, six straight. Six. Yeah. Six straight against the Rams. And, you know, you're, you, you got to be pulling, unless you're a 49ers fan, you got to be pulling for Matt Steph. I mean, yeah. after all the years, he's, he sat there in Detroit and struggled. You know, he had Megatron for a few years, but not really a what you would call had, had never won a playoff game. Yeah, and he managed to pull off some, uh, you know, get some win against the, against Tom Brady. Pretty much, and we'll talk about this later. Pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, he'll be the he'll be a trivia question. Who was the quarterback that? played against, that beat Brady in his last game as a Brady player, at least for right now. Yeah, put Brady in retirement, Matt Stafford. Um, you know, going into it, everybody was like, oh, the Rams. I had a guy come up to me and say, the Rams are going to blow them out. And I was like, I ain't seeing that happen. I mean, it, the Rams yeah. might beat them, but, I, you know, and we picked – both of us picked the Rams. Yeah. But – It starts out Stafford Stafford drives him right down the field. I mean, right down the field, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is what you need. And then throws an interception in the end zone. It gets tipped up in the air. And you're like, this and the oh, first thing I was thinking was, this is gonna be this that's gonna set him back. You know, they needed to get that score right there. They're gonna struggle the rest of the game. And uh luckily they the Rams defense makes makes a stop. They get yeah. Get the ball back in his hands. He goes down the field, throws a touchdown, and the old reliable Cooper Cup yep. gets free. And how this guy's got to be mega talented, or either the secondary is just like open all the time. Not, either the secondary takes him for takes him too light because I can't imagine him doing that now. Yeah. But you know, you you're you're gonna let him open in the back of the end zone, just like the, the Buccaneers. You know, you know, you got two Buccaneers defenders in the game the week before last. So, okay, he's going that way. We're going to go with this guy here. They won't ever throw it to Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. He's wide open in the end zone. But quickly, quickly the 49ers answered with what I feel like is the 49ers MVP, no doubt about it, Debo Samuel, yeah. who leaves it all on the field. Yeah. I mean, everything he's got, he breaks a long run. It's seven, just like that. It's seven seven. They kick a field goal right before the half, and and forty nine are up ten seven and a half. Did you see? I I would love to hear what happened on that field goal right before the half because Robbie Gold kicks the field goal and Jalen Ramsey's over there talking to the referee. Well, and I don't know if Gold well, said something to him. No, what 
what happened they get was face to face. <laughs> in practice, I guess like warm-ups when the Rams were taking the field, he was kicking field goals right over top of the head. <laughs> and he done the same thing. He done the same thing in the Green Bay game. He done the same thing in the Dallas game. So evidently he didn't they didn't take too kindly with him. And I mean they're like within 10 yards in front of him walking on the field and he's still kicking field goals right over top of the head. <laughs> so I think that's Jay what Randy didn't like that. He didn't like it. Well, he'll get over it. But uh just 10 to 7. <clears throat> and then the 49ers open up the second half and they go down the field. You know, touchdown. Next thing you know, 17 7. And you're like, you know, Rams are not showing you any signs of life. Yeah. And you, you're just like, this game is over. I had, you know, but don't count out the Rams <laughs> because here they come back again. And guess who gets. Guess who gets it? Here comes Cup again. I mean, yeah. you, you, you keep talking about how do you let this guy get open? Yeah. And, but did you notice earlier in the game when it, it, there was a play, and I think it was still in the first half, he went across the middle. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, he was open, so open. I, he, he All he had to do – Cause, and he knew it, too. And I think that's uh-huh. one of the few mistakes you see Cup make. He knew he was open and it was probably going to be a touchdown. He mm-hmm. took his eye off the ball for one second and he because he was looking straight ahead and he dropped. That was touchdown yeah. there. That was yeah. such a key point of the game. But gets open and gets a short touchdown after they kicked a field goal. And you're looking, it's 17-17. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, we're the Rams are back in this. And Garoppolo. Mm. Rams kick another field goal, take the lead, and Garoppolo shows his true colors. Yeah. <laughs> he gets pressure by Aaron Donald, Von Miller. And you know, I know he wants to get the ball away. And it actually wasn't that bad because it it hit a 49ers running back in the hands. Mm-hmm. He did the whole going down sideways, throw the ball up the, the back ball. foot. Yeah. yeah. And it gets intercepted, and that's ball game. Rams that's are able to run game. out the clock. Rams get a 20 to 17 win. Key player of the game, you know, Cooper Cup, you know, 142 yards receiving, but what about Odell Beckham? You know, believe me, the last few years, I've been one of his biggest critics yeah. of how his attitude is bad. He he just, you know, Cleveland, his attitude, you know, just a few weeks ago, I mean, when he was in Cleveland, I was talking about how his attitude was. Mm-hmm. And I'll give him credit. And, I, you know, Rams fans, I'm going to knock on wood for you right here. He – He's playing. He's playing great. He's doing what yeah. he's supposed to do. He's not letting anything get to him, and yeah. he's making a difference. And he's in the Super Bowl. So <laughs> you look back at it a, a few weeks ago when he, the Browns were ready to let him go, and everybody was like, "Well, he's done." You know, mm-hmm. Beckham's done. Beckham's at the Super Bowl, 
and the Browns are sitting at home. Yeah. So, I mean, who made out best than that? I think Beckham oh, did. Yeah. And I think the Browns have done yeah, one of their big old mistakes again. He's definitely like the Odell of, of old, you know. He's definitely – well, here, you know, yeah, right now everything's going good. Everything's going good yeah. for him. So, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully for Stafford, you know, he's he's got to set everything straight. Uh, but the Rams are in their what? This will be their fifth Super Bowl now. They they lost to the Steelers. They beat the Titans. Lost to the Patriots. Lost to the Patriots, and now they're. Play it, going to play the Bengals. Yeah. Rams and Bengals, Bengals in their third Super Bowl, two against the 49ers, and now this one against the Rams. They, they've never won – one of the teams has never won a Super Bowl. Could it change this time around? But mm. we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> we're going to save that for next week. We'll talk all things Super Bowl next week. Uh-oh. So, Yeah. Big news coming out of the NFL this week, and uh, let's see if it'll my ticker will work. Oh, now I got to take this off. Oh, and uh, yeah, Tom Brady hangs it up, and it was funny because Saturday I was at work, and it was. Maybe two or two thirty comes across my phone, and I thought it was a joke. I thought, you know, every once in a while you get these memes from the NFL, one of the Twitter from the yeah. NFL meme, something like that, or say something stupid like that, and trying to make people think. And then I saw it come from Fox News, Fox Sports, and I was like, "Wait a minute here, Tom Brady's going to retire." And you know, we talked about this last week. We had. We had some comments come in last week that, you know, talking about he had talked about with his comment about focusing on family. Yeah. That it made think. And I said last week, you know, I'd be more inclined to believe that he would this time around with the whole thing with him and Bruce Arian. <clears throat> excuse me. Bruce Arians didn't weren't getting wasn't getting along, which it was funny because he put the tweet out. And then an hour later, it was deleted. Oh, really? And, <clears throat> yeah, people were speculating why. Mm-hmm. One thing was that he hadn't even told the Buccaneers or Bruce Arians that he was going to retire. Another thing was if he retired a week later, he would get a $15 million bonus. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it was, but he made it official this week. Uh, he has retired for how long? Who knows? Or maybe yeah, he will come back. A lot of people on it on in the sports media world are saying he'll come back, but I don't think I don't think he's coming back. I don't think so. I really don't see him coming back. Brady, I think he needs to go out like he is. You know, not just because yeah. everybody knows I, I he tortured my Steelers over the years, <laughs> and uh, you know, I. I, ha- I mean, I don't hate to see him go. I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, um, it, it's kind of sad. You think about it, him and Roethlisberger going out. And who knows what Aaron Rodgers might – Aaron Rodgers might be going be hanging it up too. So, if you lose them three guys, you just lost 
Breeze. You just lost Rivers. Uh, the new breed is going to have to step up with Josh Allen, Mahomes, um, Joe Burrow. You're yeah. going to have to step up and be the leaders of the NFL. But think about it. 22 years in the NFL, never had a losing season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at these stats now. Seven Super Bowls. He's won more Super Bowls by himself than any other franchise has. Yeah. 44 years old. Holds the record for most touchdown passes and most passing yards. He's got 84,000 passing <laughs> yards, 624 TDs. Um, most Super Bowl appearances, he's been to 10 Super Bowls, five Super yeah. Bowl MVPs, 47 playoff starts, 35 playoff wins. 13,000 passing yards and playoff passing touchdowns. He's got 86 touchdowns in the playoffs. Now, another another trivia question. Who was Brady's last touchdown pass to? Grump. Grump. Thanks. Hmm. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Mike Evans. Okay. That long pass that Jalen Ramsey gave up on. Um, so, I mean, you think of it, it's big, dude. I mean, it seems like yesterday he was just coming up when Brett, when Drew Brees, not Drew Brees, Drew Bledsoe gets hurt and everybody's six-round draft pick, give him the, the, the ball, and he just kept winning. And I, you know – Watching him then, I was like, you know, he'll be he'll he he he'll be a flash in the pan. He will he'll, he might be all right for a little while, but they'll get nobody ever figuring him out. Yeah, nobody ever figuring him out. And you know, you got to take your hat off to him. As much as I was not a fan of him because he was beating my boys all the time, <laughs> he was probably you know I'm ready. And I said it in the description. He's the goat. He was. Yeah. The best quarterback the NFL's ever seen, and to be able to do it to this age, and he could probably, he could probably do it another year. Yeah, I um, think so. I don't see where he was. It, it wasn't anything like he needs to hang it up. It wasn't anything like that to me. And uh, but yeah, I yeah, kind of hate to see it, but then again, you don't because now it's it's going to be wide open. With mm-hmm. with these these new quarterbacks and uh, you know, if we, start, you got new, so now who do the Bucks turn to? That's a good question. That is a good question. A lot of people haven't thought about that. Bruce Arians, you know, you think about this. A lot of these, and we talked about it last week. Is Byron Leftwich? And all this praise as an offensive coordinator because he's a great offensive coordinator or is it because he had Tom Brady as a quarterback? Yeah. Is Bruce Arians a great coach or is he a great coach because he has Tom Brady as a court, as a quarterback? Mm-hmm. We'll find out now. I mean, you know, yeah. left, which will probably end up going somewhere and being a head coach this year. But now it's, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how who – who is quarterback at Tampa Bay? Do they go out? You know, even somebody was mentioning 
do the Buccaneers go out and try to get Aaron Rodgers? Mm. Can you imagine Tampa Bay following up Tom Brady with Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't think – I think there will be some kind of language if, the, if Green Bay lets him go that he'll have to go to an AFC team instead of an NFC team, mm-hmm. especially not Tampa Bay as much as they have struggled against Tampa Bay. But, you know, yeah. who knows? I don't know. I don't think you'll end up in Tampa, in Tampa Bay. But, uh, that I did read they were cautiously optimistic after talking to him earlier this week that they could work out a deal to keep him in Green Bay. But we'll see. That's It's going to be a long offseason for Green Bay figuring out what's going to happen. You know, Devontae yeah. Adams is a free agent, and all of him coming back to Green Bay is depending on who is quarterback – so let's move on to our next set. let me get my banner back here edit I told you we're going to get high class here at the final score (laughs) then have your weather report run across the bottom all right next subject Mm. Brian Flores and, you know, we talked about when he got fired from the Dolphins. What was the deal? I, I said all along, that puzzled me why yeah. Brian Flores gets fired from the Dolphins. He's got had a winning season. Both years at the Dolphins, winning season. Yeah. You almost think it was a power struggle going on. It was, you know, you that's exactly what we said. It must have been some kind of disagreement or power struggle going on between him and the front office. And we found out this week, according to Brian Flores, what the problem was. Brian Flores has filed a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit against the NFL and three of the teams in the NFL. I think it's the Broncos, the The Giants, and who was the other one? I can't remember who the other one was, but, you know, and I, and I watched his interview, and I've read the stories, all the, all the stuff about what's going yeah. on. The Giants hit, hired a head coach last week, and his name is Brian. His first name is Brian. Mm-hmm. So, Bill Belichick, before the hiring even happened, before it was announced to the public, Bill Belichick sent a text to Brian saying, congratulations, I hear they're going with you. And Brian Flores is like, what are you talking about, coach? He said, well, the Giants, I hear they're going with you. You're going to, you know, you're going to do good things. Yeah. And didn't realize he was texting the wrong Brian. He already knew about it. So that's one thing. And then the Giants come out and say when this is brought up, they had already decided, they say they already decided who they were going to hire before, you know, before they did the interview with Flores. Yeah. So pretty much they were saying, they, they came out and admitted, well, we just did the interview with you to satisfy the Rooney rule. And then, 
he says that he did an interview with this was a couple years back with the Broncos. That's the other team. Yeah. And two two people that were in on the interview were hung over from the yeah. night before. And yeah, I saw that. Saying and he was pretty much saying that the way he felt was he was just there to satisfy the Rooney rule. He was he wasn't being taken serious as a candidate for that head coaching job. What was next? The explanation he gave for his ousting with the Dolphins was the Dolphins owner wanted him to tank to get a better draft pick. To get a better draft pick. And what did they offer him some money? A hundred thousand dollars for every loss to lose games to get a better draft pick. You know, if this is true, and I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm seriously considering not pulling for the Dolphins anymore. Yeah. If this is true, and I want, and it makes sense though, Nelson, it makes sense to why he's gone. Yeah, that's because ten and six one year, nine and eight the next year, and you won what? Seven in a row. Seven in a row. And, and won your last, the last game against a division rival, the Patriots, that went to yep. the playoffs. You beat them. What other, what other reason could there be? Yeah. I mean, and you know, I would not. Now all these like Hugh Jackson, who used to coach Cleveland, have come yeah. forth and saying they he was offered. Not, not maybe not money or something like that, but not that amount of money. But he was offered incentives to lose after they saw their season was going nowhere to have a better draft pick. Why are you doing that? Ah, man, I don't know. As a coach, you know, why? I mean, if you care about your team and you want to win games, I mean, as a coach, I wouldn't even think about wanting to do something like that. But it's all yeah, it's all the power of money. Yep, and, and and it's what we've said and what I've said on the show for the last three or four years, and what I felt for a while. Sports is becoming more about the money than it is about the game. success, about the winning. Uh you look at Jerry Jones. Got all the money in the world, and all he. Really, I think all he cares about is putting butts in the seats because he's not winning Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. He's got the big old big old video screen up there, the big old stadium, nice stadium. But yep. I think it – and I, I think in the long run, when he lo- he looks at the bottom line instead of looking at Lombardi trophies, that's yeah. what kills me about it. And, you know, and I respect Brian Flores for saying if this is true – you know what, Nelson? I gotta believe he's telling the truth here about that. I think and, so, and I, I'm not doubting anything else either. His response when he was asked, "What was your response back to?" He's like, "That ain't. That's not me. I'm not all about that." Yeah, and I'm I, sure I, he probably really, thought, look at yeah. This I, reminds I, I me I, of the, yeah. This reminds me of the freaking movie Major League, mm-hmm. where the 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 lady owner wants them to lose so she can move the team from Cleveland to Miami. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Evident, you know, so what are the players? And here's my thing. 
if you're a player for the Dolphins, what are you thinking now? <laughs> you know, he wanted us to lose. The owner wanted us to lose. I'd be you looking to play go for to that. Team. I'd be looking to go to another team. I would be, you know, it would not be somewhere, if I'm a free agent, it would not be somewhere I would be looking at right now. I'll put it to you that yeah. way. Because if you got a, and you know, of course the Dolphins denied it, which what are, are they going to do? And, you know, I'm, I'm uh, more inclined to think, you know, if I'm a Dolphins fan or if I'm a Dolphins season ticket holder, I might be giving up my seats then. If, yeah. if I, if you believe this. Now, you know, the Pro Bowls this weekend. And I just, just come across my screen. Michael Parsons, rookie for the Cowboys, wins the fastest man race. Oh, really? He beat out Trayvon Diggs, who was his teammate, uh, Nick Chubb. And get this, he beat out Tyreek Hill from the Kansas City Chiefs as fastest man. Good gracious. Now, Tyreek Hill is kind of a, is a smaller guy. Michael yeah. Parsons is is big. Yeah. Can you imagine a guy that big coming at you that fast? That's not something I'm going to step in front of. No. But, you know, the whole Flores thing is, you know, and you got to give the guy credit here too. And, I, I like I said, I watched the interview, and he's taking a big chance. You know, he's still up. He's still a, a leading candidate for two head coaching jobs right now. I think yeah. Houston and I forgot who the other one is, but he's taking a chance. He might never might ever, ever coach again. He might ever, ever coach again. And what he said, I, I got nothing but respect for him. He said, you know, if I don't coach again, that's fine. But if it makes a difference, then I feel like I've done my job. I've done yeah. what I'm for. He's, and he kept saying, I know I was made to coach. I was built to coach. That's what I, I'm here to do. Yeah. But if I don't get to coach again because of this and something positive comes out of it, then I'm okay with that. Yeah. And you got to have respect for that for Flores there. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Time's, <laughs> time's going quickly here. But uh, Commanders, Woo! your boys have changed their name yeah. to the Commanders. So what do you think? Uh, it's just different, man. It's definitely different. Uh, it's hard to see Washington and not automatically red see Redskins. I mean, that's that's how you that's how I I'll always picture it. Yeah, that's how but, I always see. It. I mean, I guess if you look at it, it's in Washington D.C., the capital. You know, you would think commander as in because you're there at the capital of the United States. Yeah. And you see, you would kind of put two and two together, but not saying we got the best commander right now. But anyway, that's <laughs> let's go, Brandon. <laughs> exactly. Who said that? There's a, there's an echo. Yeah, that's, I heard something's interference in, in the room. <laughs> But yeah, we'll see. Hey, maybe uh, 
that team needs some kind of turnaround. Maybe a, a defining name will kind of put them on the right path to winning some games and maybe <laughs> in the playoffs more often. You know, you know, I was hoping, and it got ruled out a few weeks ago, I was hoping for the Red Wolves. I think that would just be a better – I reckon they were yeah. scared they were going to offend some wolves somewhere. But uh, a friend of mine had the perfect solution to the Washington problem. A, it was a way to get the Redskins back as the Redskins, the Redskins name. Yeah. Your logo could be a red potato with <laughs> the skin peeled off of it a little bit, and you see a red skin up there. Yeah. You could just call them Redskins and say it was based on a red red potato. <laughs> moved, to, like, moved to Idaho. Yeah. Yeah, sort of watching Redskins. And, I mean, how could you get upset about that? You can't offend a potato. Um, I, uh, I guess it's just going to take getting used to. Like, yeah. I'm like you. I will always to see them as a Redskin. Um, the logo with the, the Indian on the side and, you know, all of that. I'm like you. Hold on. Uh-oh. What are you doing, boy? Are you watching it? <laughs> I'm trying to pose something, but I can't. I'm not smart enough to figure that out. <laughs> what are you trying to pose? Here, I'll send you. You ain't doing like Daniel Snyder, are you? <laughs> you ain't getting a video like Daniel Snyder. Oh, Lord, no. Gosh, no. That's another problem that needs to be fixed. Yeah, we're that's a another subject for another time with uh with uh Daniel Snyder's upcoming legal trouble. I think as the commanders Yeah, I sent it to your phone. I sent it, I, I texted Uh-oh. it to you. There you go. You put <laughs> I just saw it. I just saw <laughs> it. Um somebody made a made a point here. It's a shame that they're not playing the Chiefs next year. Because it would be the commanders and the Chiefs. Commanders yeah. and Chiefs. Did it? Ha ha ha. Yeah. At Washington. If they played at Washington, Commanders and the Chiefs. All right. So, what's next? What's next on my banner here? Oh, Jim Harbaugh staying at Michigan. Mm. Yeah. So he goes, you know, he went the other day to, uh, <clears throat> The interview with the Vikings, they brought him back for another interview and evidently it didn't go well or either he was just, I don't want to co- I want to stay at Michigan. But I don't I think he told he did tell one of the recruits, they got one of their best recruiting classes they've had in a while. Yeah. And he did tell one of those guys before that if the opportunity presents itself as a good opportunity, I'm gone. I'm just being and, you know, that's kind of – that's classy of him to tell a recruit. You know, he could very easily say, if we get a recruit there, say, you know what, I'm not going anywhere. I don't even yeah. – I'm not even, you know, lie about it. But he was honest with the guy said, I might be gone. I might not be your coach if, if the, op- the right opportunity presents itself. But it looks like he's staying in Michigan. It might be a good thing for him. He just got over the hump with Ohio State, beating them this year for the first time. Yeah. And to the playoffs – Win a national championship in college and then 
and then you know go go to the back to the NFL if you want to go beat up on your brother some. Uh, I wish you would beat up on your brother some. I can't. I do not like do not like John Harbaugh, but uh, he's Jim's definitely, in my opinion, the better of the Harbaugh's. And a lot of people don't like him, but you know I do. I was some, thinking. Uh, I was thinking his job was going to be in the jeopardy at uh, Michigan anyway. I guess. Well, I, I think if he hadn't been a, beat Ohio State this year, it probably would have been. But uh-huh. that when that went through, you know, I, he's probably got a, a good two years that he's going to be all right for. Um. Yeah, we had some hirings this week with all the thing, stuff going on. Josh McDaniels. Taking his second second leap as a head coach, you know, he was with the Broncos and then came back after being fired by the Broncos and came back to be offense coordinator with the Patriots again. And uh, I think he sees a writing on the wall in New England that it might be a struggle there for a while. Yeah. So he is now the Raiders head coach. And then the aforementioned, I think his name is Brian DeBall the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills takes the job with with the uh, Giants as their head coach. So, still got the Texans, still got – let's see, the Saints are still open. Uh, who else? Jaguars are still open. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Bears have been – the Bears have got their coach. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's three left. New new coaches this week. Let's see what else? Oh, <laughs> I don't know if you. I know you watched the game the other day. Let me hide this right quick. We don't need that coming across the screen. Um, did you see the halftime show at CBS? You talking about the Bengals game? <laughs> yeah. You you know, I don't know whose job it is to to place the uh, the announcing crew at halftime, but you have one job, and you put your halftime show right next to the halftime entertainment, and oh all you God. could hear was the halftime entertainment. Well, they they even said that you know if we'd have known this, we would have uh, used sign language. Yeah, I mean, because they were hollering at each other; they couldn't hardly hear. Boomer Sison even said, I can't hear anything you're saying right now, but I'm assuming you said so-and-so and so-and-so. So, yeah, uh, yeah. it was a train wreck. It was horrible. Let me yeah, see if I can. You're sitting there, and he looked behind him, and he got this 10-foot-tall uh, box full of speakers just blaring. And yeah, I mean, did they do – my thing is, did they do this – did they set up their guys before these people set up their stuff? Hold on, we're gonna pull yeah, these guys up right quick and let you let you see what this is all about. Where's my share? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. CBS Sports presents the Verizon 
doubt has been pedal to the metal for Kansas City. All gas, no brakes. A premium performance in the first half. The Chiefs lead it by the score of 21 to 10. As we welcome you back to Arrowhead Stadium at the Verizon halftime report, the official 5 <laughs> of the NFL Verizon. <laughs> He's got time, Phil, and he's burning them. The question is, that's what Patrick Mahomes is. Nobody open, but he is. He takes advantage of it. But you know, they've done a good job. I would have been stubborn. Uh, you know what? I would have quit. I probably would have just quit talking. But they, they never quit. They, they kept right on talking, even though you, you couldn't hear some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll turn in there some super bowl. I won't get a boomer size away since I can't hear anything you just said. <laughs> So week 17, we know. Three touchdowns, 260 yards. Just two catches, 10 yards on day. So you have to give that defense. I mean, press the piss at the line of scrimmage. Safety help over the side. Here we go. Look at Wimmer's eyes. He's laughing. I have no idea what you just said. I can't hear a thing. All I know is that Andy Reid made that's got that's got to be on the video where they come on man yeah come on man you had one job that's all you had was one job but yeah they royally screwed that up looking at some of the nfl news up here right now maybe there's something yeah the dolphins are owner calls flores allegations false welcome to nfl investigation Elway Flores was genuine coaching candidate in 2019. Roger Goodell pressured by Congress to release Washington. You know, we talked about Daniel Snyder a while ago. Yeah. And this whole this whole investigation they did that led to John Gruden's emails being uncovered and uh, they find out he's sent some racist – text and all emails and all this stuff, but why hasn't any more come out of that? Why didn't they pretty much said what the investigation uncovered? They, they, Goodell, I don't know if he's trying to protect somebody, protect himself. It could but, be. If Congress, Congress is getting in it, then yeah, you, you it's going to come out eventually. Yeah. But um, let's see. Carolina and Duke Saturday mm. at Carolina. Coach K's last trip to Chapel Hill. What do you think? Hmm. Carolina has not looked that great this year. Uh, so you know it, it's a it's a heated rivalry. So is it doesn't matter if if one team is you know oh and fifteen or and the other one is is unbeaten. I mean, it's it's always a classic battle between those two. 
So I think it'll be a close game. Yeah, uh, I talking to a friend of mine, William Anthony, who takes pictures. He went to Chapel Hill last Saturday mm-hmm. for the state game and took pictures with Carolina. Blow stayed out 100 to 80, and it wasn't yeah. even that close. They, they were up 30 some points. Yeah, they were up 30 some points but, just right after half. Yeah, William Anthony made a comment <laughs> to me. He was like, You know, they should have saved halftime. They honored Roy Williams, they mm-hmm. honored the 82 national championship team all in, in that one half. And it, yeah. I guess that I guess he thinks they got the they got the team now pumped up by doing all that he said they should have saved one of them for this saturday yeah they should save maybe the 82 team for for this saturday against duke they kind of getting pumped up for that because yeah he said the way they were playing saturday you know they could do no wrong but uh yeah it's and you look at i guess we're getting older i know we're getting older because yeah yeah, I got it too, bud. You think about it, Brady's retiring. Yeah. Big Ben's retiring. Breeze retired. Rivers retired. Eli's been gone. Um, look at these coaches that are leaving. Roy Williams leaves last year. Yeah. Coach K's leaving this year. You know, it's like people from your childhood that you go, mm-hmm. oh, he'll be there forever. And they're leaving like, you know, like yeah. this, kind of weird though. Kind of weird to be able to. And you know, honestly, it happen. changes it. It changes your perspective or mine anyway on the game because you know you're so used to seeing those faces, and you know people you associate with all the time in sports, and you know even you know even though you you may not be a true fan, you see them or you see the games on, and you want to know, hey, I need to see who's what so and so is doing this game so it kind of it it just makes the game or games sports different for you just like nascar in my opinion i was a diehard dale earnhardt fan and uh and when a lot of the older drivers retired and got out of the racing it just i don't know it just don't seem the same anymore you know i mean I'll say this: We don't, we don't talk a whole lot about NASCAR up here. But I was, I was, you know, yourself, me, and you've been friends for a long time, yeah. and I was a big NASCAR fan from the time I was a little little kid till, who, maybe six or seven years ago when I stopped really, you know, you did on Sundays you watched the race, yeah, you know, you were watching the race, races come on, I got to watch the race. Now it's like. Oh well, I mean, NASCAR, and this 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 is one of the biggest organizations to forget where they come from, and it's all about the money. Mm-hmm. You know, go away from your roots, close all these track, stop going these tracks in North Carolina and South, start yeah. going out west. And oh, it's just yeah. like the clash, the clash coming up this weekend mm-hmm. uh, in the Coliseum <clears throat> out yeah. west. Out west, and it doesn't make any sense because it's traditionally the clash is at Daytona, just like the races at Daytona. That starts, yeah. uh, that starts Speed Week at Daytona, mm-hmm. and just isn't the same. 
I mean, it, it should be interesting to see because I think the class is going to be on dirt. Am I right? Uh, I'm not sure. I hadn't heard. I know they're going to do another um, – was it Bristol or Dover where right. they had dirt? Was it Bristol or Dover? Yeah, it was Bristol. They put dirt in last year. Let's see. NASCAR is kicking off the 2022 season with a race at the Los Angeles Coliseum. Let's see. Quarter mile is roughly half the size of Martinsville, small track NASCAR currently hosts. Let's see. No, it doesn't look like it's going to be yeah, dirt. I didn't think it's going to be. I knew. I think they were going to do dirt again at Bristol this year. Yeah, they'll be using cars that never been raced before. <laughs> what? Mm. Yeah, I don't know what that's. Like I said, it's not. I don't keep up with it so much. I have not watched whole NASCAR race and while most of the time you know the only time I see anything of it is if we go to uh, we go to my parents house and he's what my dad's watching it and I'll see the end of it most mm -hmm. of the time when we go to eat with them but anyway so next week we'll be talking Super Bowl Cincinnati and the Rams uh, we'll give our picks and it's gonna to be tough to pick. I mean, I think this is this is a wide open game right here. But Cincinnati yeah, I, and the Rams. I think it's a field, probably be a field goal or less between the. Yeah, I mean, I think it could be. I, I don't see why anything should change. I, I hope it doesn't change from the way the all the playoffs have been, except for one game. Yeah. There's only been one game that's really been a blowout, and that was the Buffalo and New England game. Yeah. The rest of them have been pretty much one score. or, or I hope the Super Bowl the same way because I cannot stand to see a boring blowout Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. <clears throat> All right, guys, that's going to do it this week for uh, me and Nelson for the final score. Like I said, we'll be back next week, and uh, we'll be live again next week, hopefully a little slow in the, in the chat room tonight. So uh, we didn't see many people come in tonight. I guess everybody's busy. But uh, we'll be back next week. And like I said, Super Bowl. Maybe we'll talk about the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl was this weekend. Do you even watch the Pro Bowl anymore? No. I haven't watched that in a long time. It's, yeah. It's no defense. They won't let them play defense. It's all. Oh, no. They ain't going to let them play defense. But uh, all right, guys. Nelson, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Steven. We'll see y'all next week. That's the final score.